Hey, 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 how are y'all doing this grand arising on a Saturday? This is Soul Therapy, Soul Sister Therapy, Childhood Trauma Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Plum Queen. Our other sis stars are out using, you know, their gifts, you know, saying other capacities. So, you know, Plump Queen's going to always, you know, hold you down. You know, the show must go on. So I appreciate y'all giving y'all this time and your energy. Okay. Make sure if you are watching on YouTube to subscribe, hit that bell so you can make sure you can always get all of this inspiration so you can never miss, you know, what we got going on here. All right. Well, this was supposed to be um, our episode last week. But again, life happens. And I always uh, believe in the divine timing. I don't believe in coincidences. Everything happens just the way as it should, even though it may not go the way that we planned. All right. So today we are going to, we were talking about, we were supposed to be talking about several different types of ways uh, to deal with your childhood traumas, you know, how to start your healing process. So I definitely did a little bit of research. I found this website that has some very good um, information. I'm going to share it with you. And then I'm also going to um, describe to you what meditation does. You know what I'm saying for me. Okay. And uh, just to throw in there tomorrow night uh, on Sundays with Spirit with 33 Master Teacher, we are also going to be um, covering meditation. You know what I'm saying? What it deals uh, with tarot and, you know, how that works. You know what I'm saying? On, yeah, I guess on a elevated, you know, spiritual level. All right, so definitely look out for that at 9 p.m. tomorrow, all right? So we're going to start off with the definition, or at least what they describe um, as what meditation is. And I'm going to, and they list uh, a few different types of meditations, all right? So it says, although there isn't a right or wrong way to meditate, which is true, it is important to find a practice that meets your needs. There are nine popular types of meditation practices. There's mindfulness meditation, spiritual meditation, focus meditation, movement meditation, transitional um, meditation, progressive relaxation, loving kindness meditation, and visualization meditation. Not all meditation styles are right for everyone. These practices require different skills and mindsets. How do you know which practice is right for you? All right, so. For, I'm going to put my opinion in there. I feel like just like with food or I guess different diets, everybody throws in their isms or their Aryans or, you know, they try to make all these subcategories, you know, of how, you know, how to do certain things. Okay. So not knocking it. And again, I'm going to go through each one of these that were listed, you know what I'm saying, to see how they work. And again, as it says, you know, everybody is different and you should do what's best for you. But what I also want to say is we shouldn't get really so caught up, which is why I kind of just move with spirit and, and move with my intuition instead of going from a clinical, a clinical route. Because when you're talking about medicine, at least in the at least in the uh, medical field, you know what I'm saying, in our country, it has nothing to do with spirituality. It's all just specific numbers. And when it comes down, and that's just for me. When it comes down to the spiritual thing and healing yourself and, you know, dealing with your emotional and, you know, what I'm saying your mental issues. You know, what I mean, that's a that's a spiritual thing. That is something that comes within. That is not that's not something that you can calculate. 
You know what I'm saying? It's something that you feel. It's something that you embody. So, again, you can break up things and as you feel and, you know, label it the way you want to, you know, for yourself. But I just feel like I don't I wouldn't get so caught up, you know, in the specifics of what, you know, what, you know, someone is labeling something. You do what you feel. You know what I'm saying? And the more you do what you feel, you know what I'm saying, the more clarity you'll get of your feelings. That is the best way I can describe that. All right. So we're going to go to the first one. Mindful meditation, something that I've never heard of. Mindful meditation originates from the Buddhist teachings and is the most popular and researched form of meditation in the West. Did not know that. In mindful meditation, you pay attention to your thoughts as they pass through your mind. You don't judge the thoughts or become involved with them. You simply observe and take note of any patterns. This practice combines concentration with awareness. You may find it helpful to focus on an object or your breath while you observe any bodily sensations, thoughts, or feelings. This type of meditation is good for people who don't have a teacher to guide them, as it can be easily practiced alone. Okay, so I'm going to say that mindful meditation is what is regular meditation. What you see on TV, you know what I'm saying? What, you know, most people's, you know, thought processes of meditation, you know, sitting in your lotus stance with your eyes closed and your hands out, you know what I'm saying? And just, like it says, focusing on your thoughts. That is how I meditate. So they call that, they have labeled that mindfulness you know, meditation. That is exactly what I do. And I can definitely um, understand that. I, when I meditate, I do see the same things. I actually see myself in my higher self. So I see this huge fro, a whole lot bigger than what I got going on right now. I see myself in white. I can see, um, I actually can see my arm, not actually that look looking like this, but actually my etheric arm, it's almost like stardust or a whole lot of, it looks like a whole lot of lightning bugs. So it's in the shape of an arm, but it's this yellow, you know what I'm saying? This yellow light. So I see that a lot. I see certain planets a lot. I see certain people. Uh, my ancestors come to me when, you know what I'm saying, when I'm meditating. So I'll see my grandmother, I'll see my grandfather, I'll see my aunts, you know what I'm saying? I've even seen some of, you know, my spiritual guides here on earth, you know, some of my mentors and some of my friends who have spiritual gifts. So as definitely, I can see these images and I definitely focus on the patterns, you know, to understand when I come out of my meditation, things that I need to, to uh, pay attention to or the things, you know what I'm saying, the messages and the lessons that I'm supposed to learn. So as it says, mindfulness meditation is the most common, you know what I'm saying, commonly used. And they say it comes from the Buddhist religion, but I'm gonna keep it real. All this science, all these things come from Canada. Do your research. All right, number two, spiritual meditation. And this is why I don't like labels because you're separating the two, and I don't see how you do that. 
Spiritual meditation is used in nearly all religions and spiritual traditions. The types of spiritual meditation are as diverse as the world's spiritual traditions themselves. Many of the meditation techniques listed in the article could be considered spiritual meditation. According to a 2017 study, spiritual meditation focuses on developing a deeper understanding of spiritual religious slash religious meaning and connection with the higher power. Examples include Christian com, uh, contemplative prayer, Sophie Dakra, remembrance of God, and Jewish Kabbalistic practices. Spiritual meditation can be practiced at home or in a place of worship. This practice is beneficial for those who seek spiritual growth and a deeper connection to a higher power or spiritual source. Okay, so, so pretty much spiritual meditation is just prayer when you pray. So I'm going to say this for those religious folk who truly assume, you know, that spirituality, that what you do is completely different from what we do, you know what I'm saying, when we practice spirituality. You know, we are kind of doing the same things, just giving them different names. And this is why, you know, my disclaimer at the beginning about why I don't like labels. Because, in fact, we are doing a lot of the same things, you know what I'm saying? But it's the etymology, you know what I'm saying, that's, you know, dividing us and making us think that it's different. This is why I don't, it doesn't bother me or I even, you know, try to make it my business, try to change people's religion or, you know, try to convert them to what I got going on. Everybody has a right to do what they want to do and do what works for them. But again, you pray, I meditate. We doing the same thing. All right. Number three, focus meditation. Focus meditation involves concentration using any of the five senses. For example, you can focus on something internal like your breath, or you can bring an external influence to help focus your attention. Examples include counting mala beads, listening to a gong, staring at a candle flame, counting your breaths, moon gazing. This practice may be simple in theory, but it can be difficult for beginners to hold their focus for longer than a few minutes at first. If your mind does wander, simply come back to the practice and refocus. As the same suggested, this practice is ideal for anyone who wants to sharpen their focus and attention. Okay, so focus meditation for me is the same as mindful meditation because that is the goal when, you know, at least for me, when I'm meditating. And like I said, I focus on certain things. And like I said, if I lose focus, which I do, you know, I'll, I can see my, I'll give you an example. I can see myself, you know, meditating in a forest and I'll be connected to somebody, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we're kind of meditating with each other and our, you know, whatever energy is coming out of our hands and all of that good stuff. But then let's say something happened to me that, that particular day, I got into an argument with somebody or somebody rubbed me the wrong way those thoughts will start to come into my mind while I'm meditating. That person will pop up, that situation, you know, will pop up or whatever it is. So that will interrupt what I'm focusing on. So the way that I get back to focus, I imagine almost like a waterfall or like a, a, a large splash of water coming, going down a window. I envision that and it's almost like it wipes away that thought. 
and then I go back to far to, to focus. I go back to my center, which is me sitting in a forest meditating. It's almost like if you watch the movie Avatar, the uh, the one with the actual suits, not the um, not the anime turned movie, the you know the regular Avatar when the guy had to go inside of the you know the body and type situation that one. So that's kind of how it feels to me, as if once I start meditating, that I'm now almost uploading into my avatar. It's kind of how it feels and it looks to me. So that is my center. That's what I go back to. So whenever my thoughts wander, that is what that is the thing that I use to come back to center. So me personally, this focus meditation, mindful meditation, that shit's all the same. I that for me. This is why I say I don't do the label things. But again, whatever works for you. Number four, movement meditation. Although most people think of yoga when they hear movement meditation, this practice may include walking, gardening, qigong, tai chi, other gentle forms of movement. This is an active form of meditation where the movement guides you into a deeper connection with your body and then presents at, at the present moment. Movement and meditation is good for people who find peace in action and want to develop body awareness. Now, I'm going to say this. I need to think about that more because I do a lot of walking. I'm, I'm learning how to drive, but I'm still learning. So until I learn all the way, I still got to walk and take the bus and do all those things. So I do a lot of walking. So what I'm going to start doing is... When I go to the park, I'm going to mindfully, I'm going to mindfully, you know what I'm saying, meditate. Uh, my, my friend and my mentor, Jamar Milton, actually has said this once in one of his videos, you know, where you should be able to meditate at any time. Meditation is not just you sitting, you know what I'm saying, in lotus. You know what I'm saying? While you're sitting there having a conversation, you should be, you could, you should be, you know how to meditate. You know, you should know how to go in and out, you know what I'm saying, your, uh, of yourself type situation. So no matter what it is that you're doing, if you need to be in a, state, in a, in a, in a, in a state of meditation to figure something out, you should be able to do that. Of course, it takes practice, plenty of practice, but, you know what I'm saying, it absolutely can be done. So I'm definitely going to implement that, you know what I'm saying, well, what I got going on. I definitely do. I am trying to do the yoga thing. I do a lot of stretching because I have arthritis because of my accident. So I have to do that anyway. So I'm going to now just, I'm now just going to make it a, a, a spiritual um, experience. You know, the, the music that I'm listening to, like it was saying how you can use gongs and things of that nature. I listen to singing. I have a singing bowl. You know, I definitely use that while you know, while I'm meditating or or definitely while, you know, I'm cleansing my crystals or cleansing my cards or, you know, trying to change the energy. So I'm going to start implementing those things when I'm stretching, when I'm walking and, and things of that nature to, you know, let's give it that extra, you know, what I'm saying cosmic oomph. So I'm going to do that. Where are we? Nope. We are number five. OK. Mantra meditation. Mantra meditation is prominent in many teachings, including Hindu and Buddhism traditions. This type of meditation uses a repetitive sound to clear the mind. 
It can be a word, a phrase, or a sound, one of the most common being OM. Your mantra can be spoken loudly or quietly. After chanting the mantra for some time, you'll be more alert and in tune with your environment. This allows you to experience deeper levels of awareness. Some people enjoy mantra meditation because they find it easier to focus on a word than on their breath. Others enjoy feeling the vibration of the sound in their body. This is also a good practice for people who don't like silence and enjoy repetition. All right, again, like I said, they kind of just separate in the mall <laughs> because I personally combine them all. So when when I when I first got into spirituality, I started off as an Wabian. That's when I first got into um, African of some sort of spirituality. And there was there was a black mirror or a black pyramid, you know what I'm saying, on the land that uh, Malachi Zior built. And from that pyramid, you would hear the chanting, Aum. just consistently, you will hear that sound coming from the pyramid. So when I started meditating and I started to really get into my spirituality, that's what I would use. That is the sound that I would use because it is very hard, you know what I'm saying, to, to block out everything that's in your mind when you're trying to meditate and you're not used to it. So I would focus, you know what I'm saying, on that. So I, I guess, you know, at the time I was practicing mantra meditation. But like I said, I do mantra meditation, mindful meditation. What's number two? Uh, that's one. Spiritual meditation. I kind of do all of that all together. So they're separating it, but I kind of do different renditions of that, you know what I'm saying, as I go along. So again, whatever works for you. Alrighty, number six. There's nine of these. All right, trans transcendental meditation. I know I said that wrong, but y'all get it. Is a type of meditation that's been the subject of numerous studies in the scientific community. TM was founded by Mar Maharashi Mahish Yogi and refers to a specific practice designed to quiet the mind and induce a state of calm and peace. It involves the use of mantra and is best taught by a certified TM practitioner. This practice is for those who want an accessible approach to the depth of that meditation offer, of, of the depth that meditation offers. I think that I will be looking into that once I get, I guess, the other five all together. I'll look into that because, you know, every, we're forever growing. You know what I'm saying? There's levels to everything. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to graduate and, and get to higher heights. I mean, like there are more chakras than the seven that you know, there, there, there's levels to this shit. So I'm trying to get there. So I'm definitely, once I get to a certain space, I'm going to look into that. Okay. Seven, progressive relaxation, also known as a body scan meditation. Progressive relaxation is a practice aimed at reducing tension in the body and promoting relaxation. Oftentimes, this form of meditation involves slowly tightening and relaxing one's muscle group at a time throughout the body. In some cases, it may also encourage you to imagine a gentle wave flowing through your body to help release any tension. This form of meditation is often used to relieve stress and unwind before bedtime. Okay, I've never heard of this before, but when they say body scan, 
That to me sounds like Reiki. You know what I'm saying? When you do Reiki, I'm not a Reiki practitioner. Uh, actually, Misha Alford is. You know what I'm saying? So when she's back on, she can talk. She could talk more about that. But what I do know of it is you're pretty much aligning and getting your your chakras and the, your energies in tune. You can have someone do it for you, and you can also do it to yourself. So when you say body scan, that's what comes to my mind. You pretty much scan in your body, you know what I'm saying? Almost like with this energy force type situation. So that's what that sounds like to me. So if you want to try that before you go to bed while you're laying there, you know what I'm saying? Look up Reiki. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it needs to be said, whatever thoughts need to be had, and see if that works for you. Okay, loving kindness meditation. They just be making up shit, y'all. <laughs> Loving kindness meditation is used to strengthen feelings of compassion, kindness, and acceptance towards oneself and others. It typically involves opening the mind to receive love from others and then sending well wishes to loved ones, friends, acquaintances, and all living beings. Because this type of meditation is intended to promote compassion and kindness, it may be ideal for those holding feelings of anger or resentment. Okay, so my thought process with that would be while you're using the other meditation, um, you know what I'm saying, types, you could focus on loving and kindness. If you are someone who has anger issues and we're going to get, you know, this kind of ties into what we're talking about with your childhood traumas. So when you are thinking about those things, because that is the point of you trying to meditate. This is supposed to be the beginning process of your healing. So when you do that, you typically think about the thing that bothers you most. So if anger is, is what it is, you know what I'm saying? If it's that abandonment, you know what I'm saying? That child molestation, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you're holding on to, that's what you focus on. And you try to, the best way I can say it is, love it away. And I know that's the hardest thing in the world. I know that I sound crazy to you to say that. How am I going to find loving and kindness for someone who did this to me or violated me in this way? And I, and I, and I totally get it. But I know this is a cliche saying, and I know most people hate when you hear it. But the fact of the matter is forgiveness is truly, 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 truly for you, not for them. It has nothing, you forgiving them truly has nothing to do with them. It has to do with you letting go of those feelings because you feeling that way about that person is stopping your growth. It is stopping you. You know, that's how energy works. It's not about the tick for tack. And I know that's not what you want to hear, but it's a fact. You are hurting your own self harboring those feelings. You are stopping your blessings. You are stopping, you know what I'm saying, your abundance from coming in because abundance, love, prosperity don't live in that type of environment. It don't matter who you are, why you feel the way you feel or what you've been through. Energy, positive energy, love and light does not live in that type of environment. So you have to change for you. 
You have to let that shit go for you. I'm not telling you to trust that person again. I'm not telling you to have that person in your life or none of that. But you're going to have to let that shit go. And honestly, what's the word I'm looking for? Actively, you know what I'm saying? Dealing with that is the first step. So with this type of meditation, I would just say just add that to meditation. Again, like I said, these labels, I, I don't see how that is separate and um, from everything else. Why isn't that your contentment? Even with the focus, you have focused meditation. You should be focused on the loving and the kindness. You should be mindful of the loving and the kindness. You, you see what I'm saying? All of that taps into your spiritual, to your spirit. So for me, all of this is the same. You know what I'm saying? It's just added ingredients. And nine. Oh, did we go to eight? Yes, we did. Nine. Visualization meditation is a technique focused on enhancing feelings of relaxation, peace, and calmness by visualizing positive scenes, images, or figures. This practice involves an imagining a scene vividly and using all five senses to add as much detail as possible. It can also involve holding a beloved or an honored figure in mind with the intention of embodying their qualities. Another form of visualization meditation involves imagining yourself succeeding at a specific goals, which is intended to increase focus and motivation. Many people use visualization meditation to boost their mood, reduce stress levels, and promote inner peace. All right, so they've turned visualization into an actual meditation because that's what you're supposed to do at all times. You have to see what you want. Everything starts with a thought. Everything that you can ever experience started with a thought, including human beings. So you have to see yourself in the position you want to be in before you're in that position. I know that sounds stupid to some people. I know it sounds like you in La La Land. I know it sounds like I sound like I'm telling you to be a kid and just be imaginary. Well, you know what? That's exactly what I'm telling you. Because children are the biggest manifestors, but they just don't know that's what they're doing. Their imaginations, they dream up what they want for their life and they make that shit happen, whether they know it or not. We lose that as we as we become adults and have to deal with the mundane life of paying bills and, you know what I'm saying, and just doing shit that we really don't want to do, but what we feel that we have to. You know what I'm saying? So that robs us of our imagination, which is nothing but visualization. To take it to, um, to your healing, you have to see yourself healed. If you continue to think about the things that happened to you, that is all that's going to continue to happen to you. Again, your blessings cannot live in that type of environment. I will keep telling y'all this. You need to watch the documentary or read the book, The Secret. They, you know what I'm saying? They explain that wonderfully in a, in a very short, you know what I'm saying? A very short, um, you know what I'm saying? In a very simple way. What you, the energy you put out, the thoughts you put out is what you give back. If you continuously talking about how, how much your bills, how many bills you got, you know what I'm saying? If you're always talking about how broke you are, if you're always talking about how ugly you look, 
If you're always talking about how fucked up your life is, if this is all you say and this is all you think about, that is all your life is ever going to be. You are inviting that. You are telling the universe that that's what you want. I know you don't understand that, but you're going to have to jump on that bandwagon. That is exactly what that is. You are asking for it. This is why, you know what I'm saying, people like me always say, you know what I'm saying, think about what you want. Not about what bothers you. Not about what you don't want. I'll tie that into when you talk about relationships. Everybody's always got this list of the things that they don't want. Oh, I can't deal with this and I'm not about to deal with that. And I ain't got this, that. And this is why you keep choosing those type of people. That's why those type of people keep attracting to you or keep coming towards you. Because you always worrying about what you ain't going to be dealing with and what you don't want. And that's why you keep getting it. So that is what you need to start your healing. You got to see the life that you want. Is healing what you really want? I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you this question: Is healing what you really want? See, people say, you know, what I'm saying that they want to heal until it start, until the process starts, and you realize all of the hard work it takes to heal. That shit ain't that shit ain't love and light all the time. That shit is dark. And it's ugly facing yourself and facing the things, you know what I'm saying, that happened to you. The things that bothered you most, the things that scared you. That is a hard thing to do. It's even harder to hold yourself accountable in those situations. That shit's hard. So this is why most people say they want to heal, say they want help. But in fact, that ain't it. They would rather deal because they're used to the pain. They're used to that trauma. They've been living that way for so long. So it's easier to just complain and to continue to deal with that because they know what that feels like. They know what that's about. Healing is different. That's a whole new territory, but you got to go through the trenches to get to it. Are you truly willing to go through the trenches to get to it. That honestly for me is the biggest question for any and everybody who deals with childhood traumas who are who's an adult now. We have to really be honest with ourselves. I had to sacrifice a lot to get where I am right now. I had dreams, I had aspirations, I had things that I wanted for myself. I saw myself in a certain way. And none of that shit is anymore. I had to completely change how I see life, period, in order to get to this space. And I'm still in my process. I'm still on my journey. But to get here, I had to really make a choice and understand that, you know, my purpose is what I want. And I will need to be the best me to fulfill that purpose. So that means I have to go through the shadow work. So that means that I have to learn these techniques. So I can fix, you know what I'm saying, what needs to be fixed. So are you willing to do that? And if you are, here are some tactics.
and I'm gonna keep it real, you can use all of these in combine. I, I don't, me personally, like I said, I don't see the difference, they've separated it. But being mindful while you meditate, thinking about the things that you truly wanna change in yourself, be mindful of that. That's what you need to have on your mind. That's what you need to focus on. Sorry, I, got, I only got five fingers. And visualize. Visualizing, focusing, being mindful, all of that is, you know what I'm saying? It's all the same shit. This is where you want to get to, the loving and the kindness. You want that peace. So that should be your intentions. Progressive. You, you know what I'm saying? You want this to grow. And to be quite honest, most of us need peace. Most of us, you know what I'm saying, can't, can't heal ourselves because we don't, we're not in the environment to do so. You got to deal with the hustle and bustle of going to work and paying bills, taking care of your kids. And you know what I'm saying? You have no time for yourself. You have no time to sleep. A lot of y'all don't sleep. You work 16-hour days, 12-hour days, five days out of the week, six days out of the week. All of that shit's a problem. All of that shit aids in continuing in your cycle. Because those are more hardships. Those are not things that you want to do. Those are things that you have to do. So we gotta rethink things. You gotta change, you gotta change your lives and how y'all, how y'all, what y'all see as success. And I know that's a hard thing. But this life that y'all are striving for, you know what I'm saying, in some form of fashion, you know what I'm saying, is killing you. And you don't want to pass that shit on to your babies. We have the opportunity to save our babies. They are going, they are coming into a world that is fucking crazy. I don't care who you pray to, but these babies are going to have to have some type of emotional and spiritual, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and mental stability. They're going to have to have that to live in this world or they're going to go crazy before they get our age. But it all starts with us. So meditation, I highly recommend it. Use them all, start one by one, flip through the middle, however that works for you. But starting your day with meditation, it will be a great help, a great start, you know what I'm saying, to your healing process. Having that time to just sit and deal because all the shit that you're doing on a regular basis, you're trying to avoid your shit. I'm just keeping it real. All of those are all distractions, so you don't have to deal with what is. You need that time in the day to deal with what is, so you can start to chip away at that. So you can start cleaning that it up. It's almost like cleaning up your credit. You know what I'm saying? You start off with this credit card, and you pay, you know what I'm saying? You get your monthly payments. You talk to these people, and you set that up, and da-da-da, so you can, you know, gradually get that going. So you can gradually get that off your credit report. So, yo, you know what I'm saying? So your score can go up. It's the same difference. So 
Start off your day with meditation. Again, spiritual meditation is nothing but prayer. So if you got to get on your knees and holler at Jesus, do that. If you need to get on your knees and holler at Muhammad, do that. Buddha, do that. Whatever it is, but tap into something. Calm your mind. A great example of this, you know what I'm saying, for me and I, uh, what I, at least what I saw where it really was successful is David Banner. David Banner, when he tells his story, he talks about how angry he was growing up. He grew up in Mississippi in the slums, you know what I'm saying, had your cliche issue, you know, family issues, you know, and whatnot. And to this day, he still deals, you know what I'm saying, with his anger issues and his depression. But because he meditates, you know what I'm saying? And he has, you know what I'm saying? He has added spirituality to his life. Again, he's still a rapper. He's still human and do what he do. You know what I'm saying? But since he has added those elements to his life, you know what I'm saying? He has become more successful. You know what I'm saying? He is at peace. Like he always says, you know, he was a time where he had to have people around him all the time. He now enjoys his own company. That's where you need to get to. And if he can do it, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. So let's start this healing process, y'all. I pretty much think that that's, you know, you could do more research. Absolutely. This was just came from one little Google search from one website. Again, do your own research. Everything is Googleable, and everything is readable. Okay. I love, love, love y'all. Okay. Y'all make sure that y'all enjoy the rest of this beautiful, well, it got back cold again, you know, Mother Nature down here in Georgia, she on that bipolar stuff. So kind of hot yesterday, now it's back to being cold. So we just going to put, we just going to put out some good energy for Mother Nature, you know, so she can get back balanced. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Let's get these announcements popping so I can let y'all go. Y'all can enjoy the rest of y'all's Saturday. All right. Of course, you know, April Inspire Media Network will be launching. I'm excited. You get excited. Okay. Because we definitely going to make this go viral. If television ain't, you know what I'm saying, ain't viral enough, I don't know what is. All right. So, of course, you're going to be seeing all of the Amspiration TTV, everything that Amspire Media has has to offer is going to be on there. And we're also going to have other content. So I cannot wait to show you guys what we have going on is really going to be what BET was supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? But we just going to sprinkle it all and put a whole bunch of sugar of inspiration on it. Okay. So if you're a content creator, you know what I'm saying? If you have a podcast, if you have a television show, anything that has anything to do with television, holla at me. You know what I'm saying? We want you on the tell, we want you on the network. Okay. If you are a business, you know what I'm saying, that is looking for advertisement on television, hit us up. That's what we're looking for. You know what I'm saying? We going we this is gonna be just like any other of those channels when you click on your Roku TV. You flicking through, you know what I'm saying? This is going to be one of those things just like Netflix. So I'm excited. Y'all get excited. Hit us up if you want to be a part of all of this inspiration. Okay. 
As of late, I have been tapping more into the amputee community. And I have noticed that, you know, a lot of the things that I have overcome, a lot of folks haven't. Some people, you know, I have been blessed, even though I've had my moments of being by myself and having to do this on my own. I definitely do have a support system. I definitely have people who love and care about me and definitely give me their energy. So a lot of people don't have that, though. So I'm going to be starting a service in April called the Helping Hand Talk Therapy Services. So I haven't figured out all the logistics yet, um, but I definitely want, you know, this to be a space, you know, where people can come who truly need, you know, what I'm saying a shoulder or a helping hand. You know, if you just want to vent, you know, what I'm saying like, again, I, I'm not a certified therapist or whatnot. All I can tell you is, you know, what I go through and how I've overcome my things. And if what I got going on helps you, you know, what I'm saying by all means. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes people don't even want advice. Some people just want somebody to hear them out and just to know that they care. So I will be providing all of that. So look into that. Stay tuned because a helping hand talk therapy services, you know what I'm saying, will be coming up. Uh, also, of course, I, you know, I still got these digital business cards popping. As y'all can see, as you know, time is progressing with what we got going on. Uh, QR codes is the new wave. That is going to be the new way to get information anywhere out in public. So it would be in your best interest if you have a business to hop on this wave. Okay. Hit me up on, uh, in fact, let me go on and get, yep. Let me put that on there. Yep. So you can hit me up on any of my social media sites. Uh, if you hit my digital business card, yeah, you can also get my phone number, hit me up so I can tell you how to get on this digital business card thing because it's really dope. As you can see, I put it on a T-shirt of mine and I've turned them into stickers. So whenever I go somewhere, if I leave the country or if I'm traveling anywhere, I have these stickers and put them everywhere. So anybody, anytime somebody crosses by there, that's how I get to promote my business. You get to know everything I got going on, you know what I'm saying, whether I'm in that state or not. So it's really dope, very creative. You should absolutely check it out. Digital business cards. And also coming soon, I'm going to get into the NFT space. I'm going to be creating amputee inspired NFTs. You know what I'm saying? I actually was an art major my first, um, first year of high school. So art was my first love. I'm saying my first dream was to be the first black female Picasso. That was my first dream. But life happened. You know, what I'm saying I got into music. I lost my arm. So, you know, life happens. Like I say, you know, we have these plans and but I just allow the universe to move me the way I needed to. And now, you know, what I'm saying I just see why all of my talents and all the things, you know, what I'm saying that I was blessed to know how to do. I am now. I'm able to use it towards my purpose. So I wasn't supposed to be Picasso and I wasn't supposed to be Whitney Houston, you know, vocally wise, but I can use all of those things to still inspire you people. Okay. So definitely look out for the amputee inspired NFTs coming really, really soon. And last but not least, What the Gut Wednesdays is coming back. I just, yesterday I had a procedure 
Uh, that was very interesting. I had a colonic. I know for some people that's nasty, but we're talking about health. So because I had that experience, I want to share it with you and tell you guys just how important that this can be to add this to your life, as well as, you know, as it says, sharing all that I learned through my health journey, because whether you're a regular person or an amputee, your health means everything. I can't do half, I wouldn't be able to do half the shit that I, I can do on my own if I didn't have a certain, certain level of health. You know what I'm saying? I actually started losing weight. I'll tell my matter of fact, this Wednesday coming up, I'll start off with that story. But me losing my arm was the catalyst, you know what I'm saying, for me to start thinking about my health. So I don't want y'all to have to go through what I went through to start that. And for those who know, you know what I'm saying, have gone through what I've gone through, I promise you, so you can live a better quality of life, being in the best health is the best way to do that. Okay? All right. That's all I got for you guys. I don't think I added my that thingy. Yeah, I didn't. It's gonna, I'm going to get better, y'all. I'm going to get better. But make sure y'all tune in tomorrow night for Sundays with Spirits with 33 Master Teacher. We are actually going to get in a little bit more deeper into the meditation and we're going to throw in, you know, tarot, you know what I'm saying, to hone that on in. So make sure you tune in tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Just remember your weekends is all about healing here on Amspire Media Network. So love, love, love y'all. Enjoy y'all Saturday. And of course, peace and be inspired.